you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. Rodgers, lots of time. Winds up, rainbows deep down the middle. Jordy Nelson, touchdown on the post. 55 yards! A beautiful Christmas rainbow! If you like the NFL, you're going to like NFL Fantasy Live, featuring the experts of NFL.com. Hasselbeck, throwing deep down the middle, looking for Cook. He's got it. 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, it's on. Touchdown, Titans! That's 55 yards! Jared Buckley! Yates takes the snap. Here's a gift to Foster, running to the left side, across the five, walks in, touchdown Houston! Nine-yard TD run for Arian Foster to get the Texans on the board first. Here are your hosts, Michael Fabiano and Elliot Harrison. NFL Fantasy Live, every Wednesday, 12 o'clock Pacific, 3 o'clock Eastern. I'm Elliot Harrison, joined, as always, by NFL.com fantasy editor, not just writer, fantasy editor. Michael Fabiano, what's uh, going on out there hello. with all of you, and what's going on with you, Michael Fabiano, hello. specifically? You know, last week, man, last week, Elliot, uh, Elliot and I have both been working like six days a week since August, Seven. and uh, it's almost time to breathe. Seven. Almost time to breathe, uh, but we've enjoyed every minute of it, and um, hopefully everyone out there took home a fantasy championship this season and uh if not made the playoffs at least had some fun with it and um man i'm already uh i'm already looking forward to what's going to happen in 2012 where do i draft adrian peterson where do i take my first quarterback but there are still people out there playing in week 17 which i never understood why people would do that because there's so many players that got you into the playoffs and into the championship that you potentially won't have this week if i said Probably that 15% of all fantasy football leagues are active in week 17. Am I high or low? That's ballpark. 
It, it's ballpark. It's close. Um, That's a lot of people. The big – it is it is a lot of people. But the, the big reason why, of course, that you don't play fantasy football in Week 17 is because of the reasons that uh, situations we're facing right now. Aaron Rodgers. And he's probably not going to play a lot, if any at all, uh, against the Detroit Lions this weekend. That is a situation that, to me – would make me want to play my championships in week 16 and not even think of week 17. How would you like it if you were the St. Louis Cardinals, okay, and you made it through the wild card round, you made it through the NLCS, you got to the World Series, and you couldn't play Albert Pujols, who's now with the Angels, but I'm saying this year. I hate that, by the way. I'm a Texas Rangers fan, unabashed Texas Rangers fan. I hate that. The Angels are like the evil empire, too. Oh, don't let Adam rank here, you say I'm, that. I'm just, I'm just I, saying. I think but. the Angels are now at least the evil empire three because the Red Sox may be number two. Maybe, maybe so. And honestly, the Yankees haven't done anything this year to improve their team, but that's another story altogether. By the way, that Packers-Lions game is just a dud. <laughs> it's a dud because <laughs> the Lions, play? Lions already clinched the playoffs. Yep. They clinched it by beating San Diego. Yep. You know, the NFC playoff picture, you know, there's not a lot going on there. You know, Atlanta actually no. clinched when Chicago lost. So the NFL emails out a whole list of playoff scenarios. The AFC playoff scenarios take up two and a half pages. The NFC yeah, interesting. is like half a page. Um, and so right now we're looking at clinched playoffs, Packers, Niners, Saints, Lions, Falcons. Niners clinch a first-round bye with a win, a tie, and a New Orleans loss, or a New Orleans loss. New Orleans clinches a first-round bye with a win, a San Francisco loss, or a tie. Or a New Orleans tie and a San Francisco loss. The Giants and the Cowboys control their own destiny. As a Cowboys fan, Elliot, you are also a big-time Cowboys fan. I have no faith that the Cowboys are going to win that game. I think they get slaughtered because I'm a little uh, pessimistic. But you know what's when it great comes to the boys. But you know what's great for all the people that are alive in their fantasy playoffs and they're playing their Super Bowl in Week 17. What's up? Is that if you have Giants and Cowboys on your roster, you are pleased as punch yeah. because they have a lot to play for. No, no, no and, question about and that. Neither one of these defenses, particularly, I don't want to throw the Cowboys' run defense under the bus. They've been pretty solid, but the secondaries on both teams have struggled. The only reason why the Giants secondary did better last week is they had the great elixir known as Mark Sanchez. No kidding. No kidding. Uh, but, but if you have a Cowboy or a Giant or multiple Cowboys and Giants on your roster, you're happy. Let's look at the game, Z. Uh, Lions, Packers, you're, you're shooting, you're shooting uh, uh, basically, what, maybe? Maybe Titus Young maybe, plays the maybe, whole game. Maybe for a quarter for some of the Packers, including Aaron Rodgers. I, I, I don't know. Titans, Houston, uh, Texans? I, I, why, why the the Texans may rest some guys. Uh, the Tyree Johnson to play for. Andre Johnson is going to maybe play 15 to 20 snaps in the game. So if you do play in Week 6, 17, you don't want to play him. He's clearly going to be limited. He's just trying to maybe shake some of the rust off. Indy Jacksonville, that's a toilet bowl right there. If I ever heard one, Indy Jacksonville. What well, do they have? Four team, four or five wins between the two of them. Absolutely. And if if you go back to the Tennessee Houston game just for a moment. You know Tennessee has a lot to play for. They're yep, trying to get that last do. wild card spot. Yep. Here's the problem: Don't you think Houston's defense is going to be a little bit fired up after letting Dan Orlovsky oh, deep six them last week? And and you would think they want to go into the playoffs with a win, have a little bit of momentum going in, because a lot of people think they're a one and done team. Th- that's right. They look like it. And so Matt Hasselbeck is already a risky start as is for a fantasy yeah, championship I against Houston. Him. I wouldn't touch him. How about Chris Johnson. It depends on if he, if he's going to get out there and not be limited because he's got that uh, that ankle injury. That boy, he was oh, what a disappointment. Would you roll with Nate Washington? 
Yeah, Nate Washington's been pretty solid over the last few weeks. Boy, he was fantasy dud. He was fairly doo doo. Yeah, for a in long Pittsburgh time in Pittsburgh and in Tennessee, and I I didn't like him this year either. And he came out and played real well. Uh, of course, that's going to change uh, next season. Kenny Britt will be back, so Nate Washington won't have as big uh, in terms of value in, in drafts as as he did uh, in the second half of the season when he was putting up some numbers. Jets, Dolphins. Jets need to win to try to make the playoffs, and the Dolphins are going to play to keep the Jets out. There's no doubt about that. Uh, No doubt about that whatsoever. Chicago, Minnesota. Josh McCown versus Christian Ponder with Toby Gerhardt and Khalil Bell in the backfield. And actually, those guys are good plays this week because you know they're going to see the the lion's share of the carry for both of those squads. So those are actually good plays. Um, Khalil Bell and Gerhardt. And Gerhardt has actually been very good. In the absence of Adrian Peterson, so... How about surprising? I mean, very surprising. Yes, I don't think yes. anybody expected Toby Gerhardt to play the way he has in Peterson's stead. And Toby Gerhardt is now a guy you have to draft next season because of what's going on with AD. Whether or not he is going to start the season on the PUP list or he actually gets into uh, training camp, I don't know that he's going to be ready for training camp. Gerhardt's going to be maybe one of the most valuable handcuffs in fantasy football if you do decide to roll the dice on Adrian Peterson. Bills, Patriots. Now, the Patriots, they, they, you're, you're the reality guy here. You tell me. Uh, <laughs> well, New I, I live is in trying, a fantasy world. New England's trying to clinch home field, and so this game absolutely means a lot to them. Okay. For Buffalo, you know, the funny thing with the Bills is everyone thought they were dead, that they, they had mailed it in, and mm-hmm. they had been so bad they started the season five and two. They dropped to five and nine. You thought Denver would go in there and beat them, and yep. they destroyed Denver. By the way, Bill's fantasy defense last week thirty points. Holy cow! All those touchdowns. And wasn't it against the Redskins up in Toronto? They had like a twenty-four pointer. Yeah. But in between, nothing. Nothing. Right. Absolutely nothing. So you can play your Patriots with a lot of confidence. You can also play Ryan Fitzpatrick with a lot of confidence because the Patriots are just awful against the pass. They have the worst They've been rated defense in the league all year. Every week. The New England Patriots made Elliot Harrison's job and my job much easier. Yes. Who do I start a quarterback? Well, who's playing the Patriots? And that was perfect last week with Matt Moore, who had a phenomenal game. And he and actually, C.J. Spiller. He helped me win a championship last week. C.J. Spiller's another guy. You start Stevie Johnson this week if you're still alive in Week 17. Let's move on to Washington and Philadelphia. I'm going to stop you right there. What about there? that? This is a game that interests me because are the Eagles just going to mail it in? I don't think so. That's a question. Well, Against LaShawn Dal- McCoy hurt his ankle, remember? Right. Now, if I'm the Eagles, I sit LaShawn McCoy. Why, mm-hmm. why risk anything? Sure. Let him go into the offseason healthy. However, they knew before they took the field in Arlington, they knew, or Grand Prairie, depending on how you uh, specify, <laughs> at Jerry World, they knew we're not in the playoffs, mm-hmm. yet they played their butt off. And that game could have been a lot worse if Jason Avant hadn't fumbled the ball through the back of the end zone. Yep. I think the Eagles are going to be motivated to finish 8-8. Eight and eight. I don't think Michael Vick is already on the record. He said, I don't want a bunch of turnover. Sure. Well, if you finish strong and you yep. finish 8-8, eight and eight, you're not going to have that. So let's say you're rolling with Deshaun Jackson or Jeremy Macklin mm-hmm. or one of these guys. Now, McCoy I'd be worried about because mm-hmm. of his ankle situation. That's something you have to watch right up until game time. I know this game doesn't mean anything, but it's a division game. Mm-hmm. The Eagles and Redskins go at it every year, and I think the Eagles want to finish 8-8. Eight and eight. I say you play your Eagles, Brent Selleck, with confidence. Uh, without, without question, Brent Selleck, if McCoy's active, obviously – Michael Vick will play. I got to disagree with you on Deshaun Jackson. I've been on his case all <laughs> year long. I don't care. This guy, what is he going to have a big game at the end of the season to help him get a contract? I mean, where has he been for 16 weeks? And look at this stat, Elliot. Three career touchdowns in seven career games against the Redskins. 
In those games, he's averaged two receptions and 42 yards in those games. I don't Hey, I, I wouldn't. Say, I, mean, I, I don't I'm, like Deshaun Jackson. I understand. Where let you're me qualify. From. I'm just saying, based on the numbers, you don't yeah. like him. But because he's going to play, yes, I understand. I, I'm just saying. You know, look, if you're if you're debating on benching any of these guys, whether it's the underachieving Deshaun or a great player like mm-hmm. Lashawn McCoy, yep. If you're debating it on the merits of, well, the Eagles have nothing to play for, therefore mm-hmm. I should sit them. I say, don't make that mistake. Sure. I think the Eagles sure. want to finish 500. Yep. Carolina, New Orleans, we've already said that New Orleans clinches a first-round bye with a win and a San Francisco loss or tie. Now, the scenario here is that both these teams play at 1 o'clock Eastern. So maybe a little scoreboard watching going on. If the Niners are smoking the Rams well, then maybe in the second half, Sean Payton decides Niners are up 45-whatever. I'm, I'm not playing Breeze and my guys in the second half. Again, a situation that you come into in Week 17 championships. I think that's likely. Uh, the, the scenario that you just laid out, and here's why. In 2009, when the Saints had secured home field, they played Mark Brunel. Week 70, yeah. Drew Brees was healthy. They rolled with some backups. Sean Payton is not averse to pulling his guys off the field and letting the backups come and play. And, oh, by the way, this is where that whole running back by committee and wide receiver by committee really gets you because yep. the Saints have the depth to do that and still trot decent mm-hmm. players out there. Yeah. Hey, you take Colston and Moore off the field, you got Devery Henderson and Robert Meacham. And Robert Meacham could be like a great play this week because the guys ahead of him on the depth chart You're are being rested. reading my mind there. Because well, it's, it's a- been 17 weeks, Harrison. I mean, I see you more than I see my family over the You and Smith, both of you, over the last 17 weeks, it's... It's like, you know, we're on the same radar. It took this long, but yeah. we're on the same. I had to sit next to Jason on NFL Fantasy Live the last couple of days. Yeah. He wears that old English stuff, I think. He does? Yeah, very, very subtle. It's very faint. Really? It's very faint. By the way, we should talk about, we're, we're talking about playoff scenarios. Yeah. We should talk about the playoff challenge on NFL.com. Absolutely. Your, uh, your fantasy season, if it ended early, well, you can still play fantasy, and my friend is going to tell you how. I love that. I love how you just you team me up for the most obvious read. Yes, I am reading this. Thought your NFL fantasy football <laughs> season was over. It's not. With NFL.com Playoff Challenge, keep playing all the way to Super Bowl Sunday. It's free, easy to play, and you can win a trip to Super Bowl 47 in New Orleans. That's a pretty cool place, by the way, to go I, I watch Super go, Bowl. I want to go, man. I don't even get to go. Eight, oh, no. We're going to have to hear this one again. Nope. Eight, eight players. Four rounds, just pick who you think will perform best in their playoff matchup. Now, there's a caveat to this. If you say, let's just pretend that you think Jordy Nelson is going to be a beast in the playoffs. Mm A little different deal because Jordy Nelson's going to have a bye. But here's where you're covered. Even though he doesn't play in week one, if you really think Jordy Nelson's going to go off, if you select him, if he plays in the divisional playoff and goes for 18 fantasy points, you actually get 36. You get double based on the merits that you started him for the wild card round. Right, and that's a huge strategy in this game where if you think Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are lock, stock, and barrel going back to the Super Bowl, you can play Aaron Rodgers and some of his teammates in the wild card round, even if they're not playing, which we know they're not, and still pick up double points in the divisional round, triple points in the conference round, and quadruple points in the Super Bowl. That's all part of the strategy. And that's why you have to pay close attention to what's going on in these games this week because there is still a lot up in the air, especially in the AFC, as Elliot mentioned. Um, One of those games, Baltimore-Cincinnati, right? So the the Bengals are playing for a a playoff. They're winning their end. And Baltimore is playing for a first-round bye. 
That that game is definitely, to me, the most intriguing game of the week. But, oh, by the way, if you want to call in, you've got some questions, you are involved in Week 17, or you yep. want to ask Fabs about the playoff challenge, please don't ask me because I need a graphing calculator to explain it to you. <laughs> 888-XM-FANTASY, 888-963-2682. Also, if you want to hit SiriusXM Fantasy Sports Facebook page and leave a question there, I like to peel a few questions sometimes off the Facebook page, especially if they're witty yeah. and cool. And then we have the Fantasy Cantina one. And we have Jason Smith. From NFL Fantasy Live. Adam Rank might join us as well. He might pop in. This is like a Seinfeld episode. We're just going to have pop-ins from NFL Fantasy Live talent uh, all of our two hours here. Do you think he'll come and in with the Festivus poll? Maybe. Okay. He might. Can I air some grievances? Yeah. I'd <laughs> like ahead. to do that when that comes in. Another thing, too, because we always like to do this every week uh, on NFL Fantasy Live, it's, it's a theme. It's like when little Ralphie Parker had to write the theme about what he wanted for Christmas, and he wrote about the Oh, you love this BB movie. Gun. Oh, my Lord, you love this movie. Um, best Van Halen song. Van Halen is going to tour in 2012, and I'm going. Whenever yeah. they're in L.A., I'm going. I think their tickets go on sale January 10th. Yeah, I, I love Van Halen, and um, Elliot loves Van Halen, too. We're, we're a couple of uh, hairband nerds. As uh, as people have, found I don't out even on throw Van Halen into that hairband mix. They're a little early I know, for they're that. They're awesome. By the way, we got to go to break. Yeah, we do have to go to break, but um, let's let's talk a little bit about <laughs> I was Van waiting. Halen. I was going to let's talk you... a little bit about uh, Hot for Teacher or uh, fantasy football, whatever your heart desires. I thought you were going to break into like Atomic Punk or some Van no. Halen song. You look I, like you're I, ready I, to. I, I should take a video on my iPhone here of you doing air drums. And that post sounds it on good. Twitter though. NFL Fantasy Live Series 210 XM 87. We'll be right back. NFL Fantasy Live Series 210 XM 87. I just got (laughs) caught in the middle of a uh, little little drum hit for Panama. I'm going to tell you right now that the next break, I'm going to videotape you on my iPhone doing a drum solo with no (laughs) drums. Uh, and post it onto Twitter. And, hey man, and I know Facebook. what they're. I know what Alex has got to do. That I know it. Panama. Let me tell you, that is one of the. That's best, one of the best songs ever. Best rock songs ever. ever. It hits hard. It's great guitar. Awesome drum. The other thing, the underrated part about Van Halen is the singing. Michael Anthony, their old bass player, could yeah. sing. They could sing back up, mm-hmm. and that was key. Their their whole sound. They're kind of like Boston in that way. Awesome. I. Uh, <laughs> 1984. I remember being. What was I? Nine at that point. God, I'm getting old. I think I was nine at that point, and I had the boombox and the cassette tape with an angel smoking a cigarette, and I'm like, I don't know what the heck's going on. And I loved playing that CD, uh, that uh, that cassette tape. It was well, unbelievable. 1984 I, came out in '83. I, I would walk around listening to that on my little boombox, thinking I was a badass. You know, it's great, man. <laughs> all the while, I just looked like an idiot. But you know, that album did not go number one. It went all the way to two. And if memory serves, Purple Rain was number one for seven weeks yeah, by Prince. That was and, huge. And 1984, as popular album as it was, because it had Hot for Teacher, had Panama, Jump. had Jump. Mm-hmm. It even had some lesser known ones like I'll Wait was a hit at the time. It didn't make it to number one. The first Van Halen album, again, if memory serves, I'm not on Wikipedia right now. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the first Van Halen album to go number one was 5150, which debuted at which number one. Which was Van Hagar. Which was Van Hagar. Yeah. But there was so was much great album anticipation for what is this yeah. band going to sound like with Sammy Hagar. And he had had that hit, uh, I Can't Drive 55, yep. Yep. the year before. I can't name another Hagar song, honestly, off the top of my head. Oh. I can't even name another one. I saw Van There's Hagar on the... On the um, What's the balance? The balance tour, and I mean they were great, but I, I I never saw David Lee Roth with them. This is why I can't wait until they come to L.A. 
and uh, and rock out here. Me and Harrison will be uh, definitely going to that. I think Jason Smith will probably join us too. Let's get back to some NFL well, I was and some say, football oh, here. Harrison. You know, you're hoping some 50 year old dudes sell out. You know, 50 year old members of Van Halen sell out and play a uh, good show, even if they have some beer bellies. That's but right. That said, you know, we're talking about the games. Which games mean something? Which games don't? So let's look at a couple of these matchups where. You can play your guys with confidence because you know they're going to play. Now, I'm mm-hmm. not saying that the matchup is great for these guys, yep. but let's, Oakland, San Diego, the, right? Carson Palmer. The Raiders need to win in order to have any hope at winning a division, West. and the Chargers have nothing to play for, but they want like heck to keep the Raiders out of the oh, playoffs. You bet. They're playing for so pride. I don't think there's any way that. Uh, the Chargers aren't playing Rivers for four quarters, Ryan Matthews for four quarters, Vjax for quarters. I think they're all Gates playing. would be the only guy that I might think about avoiding because he's been half hurt all year. I could easily see mm-hmm. Antonio Gates. And I, I don't, I'm not even going on any kind of report on this. I just I don't trust guys like that in Week 17 games, mm-hmm. personally, because I've seen it happen too many times where they don't play. Mm-hmm. That said, how do you feel about rolling in your championship week? I know you're not in any championships here in Week 17, but if you were – Carson Palmer versus the Chargers. Thumbs up, thumbs down. I think he's a low end one. I know. Let the, if if memory serves me correctly, in the first game of the year, which was on our air on NFL Network, Palmer had an okay game. He, he had a good game. He, he wasn't bad at all. So he had low attempts, but he had those I think long he had, touchdowns to Denarius Moore. Right. So again, I think he's a low end one, and uh, you want to play guys if you can that you know are not going to be on the sidelines in the second half, and Carson Palmer clearly will not be on the sidelines on the second half because the Raiders need to win the game because they still have postseason aspirations. Uh, Raiders running back situation. Darren McFadden we talked about on the show today. Michael Bush, yep. impending free agent. This, Michael Bush had a huge day against San Diego on air in their first meeting. The fact that Michael Bush was the featured back for the Raiders, as long as he was, actually helped me win a championship because... I didn't have to worry about a backfield committee. I had Bush and McFadden in two leagues together because I had to handcuff them. And the fact that I, I actually get a featured back out of those two for, what, eight, nine weeks, that helped me immensely because Darren McFadden was losing a little bit of goal line work to Michael Bush there. And with only one guy in that backfield, you knew unequivocally that he was going to be the guy and see the lion's share of the carries. And Elliot's right. Uh, Michael Bush signed a one-year contract to begin the season. Maybe the Raiders franchise him. I don't know. But if Michael Bush great move by his becomes agent. yes, if Michael Bush becomes a featured back somewhere in the NFL, he is going to be a first or second round pick in twelve team leagues, and there's not even a question about it. Well, let me throw out what Matt Money Smith threw out to me on uh, the set of NFL Fantasy Live on our network uh, today was that maybe the Falcons sign Michael Bush and have him be the new Michael Turner. Well, I'll tell you something right now: Michael Turner is going to be on the top of my running back bust list for 2012 because he looks slow. And beaten up right now. He really does. Uh, luckily, I played against him in Week 16 in a championship, and I won because he had been just terrible. Uh, and I think his value is clearly on the decline. we got some callers, Elliot. Let's take our first of the afternoon, Kaiser in Illinois. Kaiser, Kaiser. hope you had a great holiday, my friend. What's up? Is Kaiser there? Kaiser must not be looks there. Looks like Kaiser's gone. What about... We got him. Okay. Kaiser, what's up, man? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. You can. Hey, I'm in three leagues and three championships all this week. Wow. Uh, I got a, I got a line of questions for each. Uh, first is, uh, 
non-PPR, and I need a running back, too, and I got Benson or Pierre Thomas. Okay. And uh, next, I've got a non-PPR, and I got a wide receiver three, uh, Crabtree or Demarius Thomas. Mm-hmm. And then finally, I think I'm overthinking stuff, like you said, with, uh, you know, the seventh, the week 17 people not playing and everything. But mm-hmm. I've got Cam Newton, Matt Ryan, or Tim Tebow at quarterback. So I appreciate your advice. Cam well, Newton, first of all, how like, do you not – Ryan's got a great matchup, but how do you I not like play Cam. Cam Newton? How do you not play uh, I, I, you got to play Cam Newton. How do you not play Cam Newton? I mean, at wide receiver, Crabtree's got a nice matchup. He does. But Demarius Dem- Thomas has yeah. been pretty darn good the last three, four weeks. Like last week he was just average. Playing the Chiefs. I'm going Demarius Thomas. You know, Demarius Thomas has gotten a lot of targets on yep. the back end here of the season. I think the 49ers are going to run the football. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's the way you beat the Rams, mm-hmm. not that it takes much. Yeah. To beat the Rams, you could probably throw a clue board out there and beat the Rams, but uh, I, I think I think I'd have to go with Demarius Thomas. And at running back, I, I hate the matchup, but Benson's the guy. Yeah, well, because you don't know what what kind of touches Pierre Thomas. Exactly, exactly. I, I mean, it's got to be Benson. Uh, not that I love the matchup, but uh, I'm going to go Benson. We have one more. We've got. Uh, we actually have two more callers. Elise in Michigan. Elise, welcome to NFL Fantasy Live. How are you? Good. How are you, Elise? I'm good. I need a big win. I've been in first every single week this whole season, and I can't lose the Super Bowl. Okay, let's see if we can help you. All right. I'm kind of concerned because of matchups. I have Steven Jackson, but last time I played him versus the Niners, he got me two points. Yeah. No so surprise there. So I'm thinking I have to sit him. Mm-hmm. I've got as a possible – I have LaShawn McCoy, which really concerns me, but I also just picked up Khalil Bell, and I'm going to put him in the lineup. But what I'm concerned about is, do I do I play Sean Green? I have Beanie Wells. You know, I'm looking. So there's my question with. You actually have pretty good depth. Yeah, to you be do. Honest. You do have good depth. Uh, well, clearly, listen. I, I mean, Elliot and I, unfortunately, you know, we're not doctors, and we certainly can't see into the future. But if Sean McCoy is active, I don't know how you don't play him. So, I really don't. Right. If he's active, how do you not play him? If you're not busy Sunday morning, you don't have other things to do, like go to Big Lots or whatever. <laughs> Get on the computer and see if there's any kind of update on McCoy. And if you see that he's active or you're watching the pregame shows, you're watching NFL Network, watching the NFL Red Zone channel, and you see McCoy's going to play, you absolutely start McCoy. Let's pretend, though, that McCoy can't play. Mm-hmm. you got Sean Green. Yep. Beanie Wells. Yep. Beanie Wells is going up against Seattle. That's a home game for Arizona. Yep. Uh, Sean Green going up against Miami. I I'd hate rather, that matchup. I'd rather have Beanie Wells. I, I, to me, it's it's, uh, it's Bell, Wells or McCoy. Bell and Wells. If there's no McCoy, because uh, I don't like Stephen Jackson. He had what do you have? Three fantasy points yeah. in standard leagues against the, the, the Niners. I know Marshawn Lynch had a great game against them last week, but he is in beast mode. This guy is on a tear that most running backs never see in their careers with this, what is it, a touchdown in 11 straight games and 13 touchdowns overall, whatever the case may be. It's a lot of scores, and I really think I would be hesitant, and I'm being sarcastic here at at Mo. (laughs) You've got to sit Steven Jackson. One other thing I'd like to say before we get to our next uh, caller. Yep. Cedric Benson versus Pierre Thomas. I know Cedric Benson's matchup is bad, but you know that the Bengals have so much to play for. Mm -hmm. Pierre Thomas... He could have an injury that we don't even know about, and Sean Payton could be like, hey, I, you know, I need to save him for the playoffs for my depth. I'm just going to roll with Ivory or whoever else yep. and sit him. There's no way to divine that. Mm-hmm. This is a case where even though a guy has a bad matchup, 
Don't worry about it. Play him because you know he has something to play for. Yeah, that was for our previous caller. And at least another thing, too, check and see if Toby Gerhardt's on the waiver wire, too, just to ensure yourself there uh, with some uh, some running back depth. Have even Waterbury. Waterbury, Connecticut, which is where I went to high school, believe it or not. Huh. I went to high school at Holy Cross. Habib, how are you? Good. How are you? You went to Holy Cross, Crusade. I went to Holy Cross, man. I grew up in Watertown. Wow, that's nuts. I live right on Bunker Hill. <laughs> I have family yeah. on Bunker Hill. That's awesome. Yep. It's, uh, I'm in a I'm in a two week championship thing. I'm down by 40 points right now. Okay. Wow. I need need a little bit of upside. It's a PPR. I need uh, between Demarius Thomas and uh, Tony Gonzalez. What do you think, guys? And I don't have my radio on, so if you could just keep me on the line. Sure. Tony Gonzalez has been good this year. He has. Elliot. He's had a nice. Uh, well, he made the Pro Bowl. Did you see that? He Over has been Jason really Witten. good this year. And look who they're playing. They're playing the Yucks. And we can now <laughs> call them the Yucks again. They don't have the creamsicle jerseys anymore, but they are the Yucks now. So would you take him over to Marius Thomas? You're talking about putting a tight end. Brandon Flowers against I'm not potentially saying I, Demarius Thomas. I, I'm not saying I'm against it, but what are the chances that Atlanta runs, runs, runs against that With terrible Michael Turner? Terrible run defense for Tampa Bay. I, I listen. I'm just playing devil's advocate. If it you, were, you, if it were you me, tell me who who would you start? If it were me, I would go Tony Gonzalez. I, I think he's been the more consistent of the two players. It's close. Then again, he's got to make up points. Actually, you know what? I'm. I, I hate to speak out of both sides of my mouth, but I'm about to flip, I, flip a coin. If it if he were tied right now, mm-hmm. I would say take the guaranteed points with Tony Gonzalez. But he's down forty. Yeah. I actually say I'm going to change my mind. Play Demarius Thomas because who has the better chance of getting you a twenty point fantasy game? Demarius Thomas. It's Tony true. Gonzalez yeah. is not going to get you hundred and forty yards receiving and a touchdown. Demarius Thomas could bust off an eighty yard touchdown. And when you're down forty points, you have to take some risks. You sold me, Harrison. I go sold to, you. Go to Marius Thomas, and we've got to go to a break, right? We, we got to go to the fantasy fix. So. Without further ado, here's Fantasy Fix. (laughs) If you ask Elliot Harrison and Michael Fabiano, 80s rock fans and fantasy football are a match made in heaven. You are listening to NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. I can't. I can't do this with a straight face when Fabs is videoing me playing uh, drums to one of the greatest Van Halen songs of all time off of the debut album. I got it. One I got to post it on Twitter now. If I had Wi-Fi in here, let me tell you right now, Van Halen one. If you just need a straightforward rock album, you cannot beat that album. I mean, it it hits you so. Oh my lord. Okay. <laughs> That's great. Dude. Running with the devil right off the top, then eruption. You really got me. Ain't talking about love, which is mm-hmm. one of Van Halen's best songs. Yep. You cannot stop that album. Janie's crying, I think, is uh, the sixth song on there. Just can't wait. So good until these guys are out here uh, in La La Land, rocking and rolling. I hope they go to Hollywood Bowl, man. That would be awesome. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to go back to the forum. I went and saw Guns N' Roses at the Forum. Not good. The venue is shot now. Not a big fan of that venue. It reminded me too much of the ghosts of the 88 Western Conference playoffs when <laughs> Sam Perkins couldn't make a <laughs> short shot for me in my Mavs. For those of you that don't know, Elliot is uh, straight out of Texas and roots for the Cowboys, which uh, we both root for the Cowboys. Well, as much as you guys the Rangers and the Mavericks. Accent, Jason Smith. In People particular. tell me that I have an accent. They tell me I have an accent. Do I have an accent? I, I don't say that. Maybe H- a little bit. Do I, Hendel, do I have an accent? I don't think I have an accent. Hendel's got food in his mouth. You know, th- he's always got food in his mouth, and he weighs like 100 pounds. You know, what's, what stinks about Hendel is ever since I started 
giving him a little bit of pub for his fantastic mini truck mustache that he had, <laughs> he started shaving it. But now it's come back after you know six weeks of growth. He's at, at one point before I even knew who Hendel was. I, he would just be the kid walking through the newsroom with the floppiest hair ever. I didn't know yeah. who he was, though. He's one of those guys. He grows facial hair that looks like the Florida Everglades. <laughs> it's like patches and a little bit of swamp marsh here. It's like something oh, you see on the History man. Channel. Where they're... Yeah, typical for you guys to talk about me while I'm eating. Can't well, respond. You're, you're always eating. Let's let's get back to fam. We got to take some calls, uh, but I want to hit you up with another game, just like we did the little Raiders Chargers. Okay. All right. So if you're in the throes of Dallas Giants. Who do you think are the most legit starts in that game? All uh, there, there isn't a guy in that game that I would say I don't like a lot. I love Hakeem Nix. I love Victor Cruz. I love Eli Manning. As long as Tony Romo's hand is okay, which it looks like he's going to be okay, I love Tony Romo. You know who I love? I, the the, the one, Jason, huh? Jason Witten. The the one caveat with the game is the weather. If the weather's bad, if it's windy and cold. Then maybe you don't see as much production from the aerial attacks as you do from the ground game. Felix Jones is not supposed to be limited at all. And the last time the Cowboys played the Giants, Elliot, and for for those who don't know, if you've been listening to us for a long time, Elliot has an unbelievable skill for remembering stuff in NFL games from God knows back to when before you were even born, uh, and. You can always go to EH to try to find out info that you don't know that you need off uh, off the top of your head. Felix Jones in that game. Oh, yeah. The Giants. He had a 90-yard screen pass. They did it to the uh, the left flat. Felix <laughs> caught it. just knows everything, Felix man. caught it, and then he just, boom. You saw that gear, which is why they drafted him in the first place. Yeah. He, he showed that gear his rookie year against the Packers, and Lambeau took off on a 60-yard run. I like Witten in this game for multiple reasons. One is the weather that you address. If you can't get the ball yeah. vertically, where are you going? You're right. going to your tight end. Mm-hmm. Giants have had trouble with Jason Witten in the past. And Jason Witten did not make the Pro Bowl. I think he's going to be a little bit motivated. Besides the fact that they're playing for a playoff spot. Yep. And I agree with you that Miles Austin has a great rapport with Tony Romo. But I still think Romo's favorite receiver in that lineup is number 82. Yeah. So and, I wouldn't um, be surprised to see a 7 or 8 catch game. Again, Weather's going to awesome. have a big effect on it, but all things being equal, you've got to like the matchups on both sides of the ball. Every time these two teams play, it seems like the scoreboard lights up like a Christmas tree. I don't like Ahmad Bradshaw in this game so much. The Cowboys' run defense is decent, and you don't know how many carries he's going to get. Mm-hmm. And if the weather's not bad, I don't see them giving him more than 12 carries. How do you what? feel about that? I still think you of course, have to. I, you I can't think, sit him because you I think don't you know. have to play Bradshaw because of the fact that you know he's going to see a full compliment. And so many guys are hurt. Yes. And then there's other guys that have nothing to, you play have to play for him. You want to take some more calls? Yeah, Paul? let's take some more calls. Let's go to Gene in Illinois. Gene, how are you, my friend? Yeah, how you guys doing? What's up, buddy? Okay, hey, we're in the uh, we're in the second week. I'm down uh, 60 points uh, in order to advance to the next, next round of uh, – playoffs here for our league and at quarterback i heard you guys talking i got eli manning and and carson palmer i think i almost have to start manning in this game yep i but, would but in my running backs i gotta choose two out of the five mjd uh home to indy ryan matthews at oakland then the uh, law firm is home to buffalo pierre thomas at carolina and also too i just picked up i 
maybe be able to, I don't know, if Brandon Sane uh, home to Detroit. i got to pick two out of those five running backs. Can I make this easy for you? Sure. I, I, I quit writing after the third guy. Uh, after Matt, yeah. I, well, you I mean, just I, start three of these five? Two. I, I got two. Two. two of the five. Oh, it's Jones, Dude. Drew, and Matthews, Jones, and, Drew, uh, and enjoy the championship. Exa- I mean, Exactly. MJD has yep. been great against everybody this year. He's got a wonderful matchup. And Ryan Matthews, like Fab's reference last segment, the Chargers are going to want to beat the Raiders yep. big time. Yep. They're going to be motivated. They want to keep those guys out of the playoffs. They're tired of hearing how bad they suck. Yes. Great matchup. Play yep. with confidence. And, and I don't know if you knew this or not, but Stephen Ridley has actually led the Patriots in carries in each of the last two games. The law firm, which we predicted in the preseason on NFL Fantasy Live, has been a bust for all intents and purposes. He's had a few good games. But it seems like the Patriots are grooming Stephen Ridley for a bigger role in the postseason. Of course, we say that, and you know, Danny, we, we, Danny Woodhead's going to get all, thirty-seven all carries. All we can do is 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 tell people what we see, and that's what's been going on the last couple of weeks with the New England Patriots in their backfield. Rick in Pennsylvania. Rick, what's up, brother? Hello, gentlemen. How are you, boys? Good. How are you, Rick? Did you have a Rick Springfield album in nineteen eighty-five? <laughs> I did. You knew it. You did. He did. Damn it. Wow. Do you remember that really bad movie he did? He did a really bad movie in the mid-'80s, and I can't think of what it was. It was, like, too hard to hold or something. I can't remember. I don't remember. I I do. Anything that Rick Springfield did, I don't don't, don't pay any attention. I'm sorry, Rick. Go ahead. All right. Listen, guys, I'm in my Super Bowl because I play into Week 17, so it's me, and the guy I'm going against, obviously, has a great team. I need some definitive answers, some slash upside on my running backs. I'm strong with wide receiver, I think. But RB, it's a one-third PPR, and here's okay. who I've got. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, i got C.J. Speller. Yep. Ryan Matthews, uh, Willis McGahee, Khalil Bell, Kendall, Kendall Hunter. Play well, Kendall, Hunt, Kendall Hunter, I mean, he's, he's the, the, the least attractive guy here. can't risk. C.J. Spiller and Matthews. I, listen, and I like Khalil Bell. Khalil Bell has been fantastic over the last couple of weeks, but Spiller has been a fantasy monster. How do you bench him against the worst defense in the National Football League? And Matthews is playing against the Raiders. The Raiders have given up, what, the third or fourth most fantasy points uh, to running back? I mean, they've been terrible against running backs this year. I, I, and I like McGahee's and matchup. Involved in the I like game. McGahee's matchup too, but I'm going CJ and I'm going Ryan Matthews, who, by the way, if you guys listened to me or read my stuff on NFL.com last year. I was all over Ryan Matthews. Yeah. One year too soon. But better late than never. And that's how I was with Khalil Bell. I was one week too soon. Let's move on to Donald in Georgia. Donald, what's your question, my man? Uh, I got to start. Three out of these five. I've got MJD, um, Khalil Bell, Toby Gerhardt, CJ Spiller, and Frank Gore. Man, he just goes right into it, huh? I mean, <laughs> I, miss, I, I saw I saw MJD, I Khalil Bell. You said Gore, Gerhardt, Speller, and Gore. Wow. Did you say three out of five or two out of five? Three. I'm two is a running back and one is a flex. One is a flex. Gotcha. Maurice Jones, Drew, you have to play. Gore in that matchup. I I, I, I mean, mean, the Rams against the Rams. Are, yeah, I think it's to me. It's Jones, I'll, Drew, it's, it's Jones, Drew, Spiller, and Gore. Yes, I agree, and, and I like Gerhardt this week, and I like Bell this week, but. Jones Drew has been phenomenal, and uh, how about the Rams? They I gave up two twenty six, two twenty eight to Beanie, to Beanie, and two fifty. Their run to, defense is their run Marco defense Murray is terrible. 
Terrible. Ter- terrible, as uh, Charles Barkley would say. Let's go to Jeremy in Texas, a fellow Texas. What, what would you be called? A is, Texan, Fabs. Is it, 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 it is a, <laughs> just te- a Texan. Is it a Texian? No. I know it's a Texan, Harrison. I'm just messing with you. Jeremy, what's up, buddy? How's it going, guys? Jeremy, Good. can I apologize in advance for anything, Fabs? I, I get Stop hit it. all the time about being a redneck. Where in Texas are you from? Uh, West Texas, Odessa, the old field, baby. You say it like I don't know where that is. You know, <laughs> Odessa's not that small, man. What is it, like 100,000? Yeah, yeah, something like that. You know, we played Odessa Permian in high school football uh, at the height good, good, at the height of their power. We got our butts handed to us. <laughs> but I won't. That's I won't what I was gonna say the uh, the good Permian or the bad Permian. I played with Roy Williams at Permian. Yeah. Wow. We, this was would have been nineteen uh, eighty nine or ninety. Uh, yep. That's definitely the good Permian. Uh, but <laughs> what's your question, man? I'm trying to shock my league. My league. I'm actually four and ten on the season, and I'm in the championship. Wow. Gosh. Uh, they take everybody but the lowest uh, team in each division to the championship, and I've unthrown the two highest seeds. Congratulations. Wow. And um, I'm kind of down to I have Felix Jones, Gerhardt, Sproles, and Khalil Bell, and I have to start three of them. Jones, Gerhardt, Khalil Bell, and Darren Sproles? Yes. And you got to start two of them? Three of them. Oh, three of them. So you only bench one of those guys, right? Boy, how much is Sproles going to play? That's the thing that worries me. Because I'd, I'd go, Sproles has got a great matchup. I'd go Felix, Gerhardt, and Bell, and not so that way you're not sitting there worried about whether or not they pull Sproles. I agree. Uh, listen, that's the thing about playing in Week 17 championships, man. You always run the risk of a team sitting their stars. And Darren Sproles has been such a huge part of the New Orleans Saints offense this year. I don't think Sean Payton wants to risk him getting hurt with a fluky injury in the second half of a game, that doesn't mean anything. So you think Jeremy should, should uh, after he hangs up, he should call his commissioner and say no more uh, Week 17? I don't uh, – unless you play in a league where it's just total points, okay, then I can see why you play into Week 17 a little bit more. But when it's head-to-head, no. Week 16, enjoy Week 17 without the stress of trying to set your fantasy league. And then what you do is you sign up for NFL Fantasy Playoff Challenge. Which you're going to get into. You play that throughout the playoffs, and your fantasy fix is completely fed. You like how I said that? Uh, that I'm trying to tweet out this picture, yeah, this video of you, gotta, and it won't work. I got no Wi-Fi. Can we break? We're at the NFL, Jason Smith, and can we have we, no Wi-Fi. Can I break? Yeah, this? go ahead. Yeah. NFL Fantasy Live, Series 210, XM87. We're going to do some starts and sits, and we've got Fantasy Cantina coming up at the hour. Yeah. <laughs> This is NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. NFL Fantasy Live, Sirius <laughs> 210, XM87. Harrison has switched from his oh, air drums to his air dude, guitar. This song is amazing. Can you just keep it playing for just a minute? This We could talk fantasy over it. Oh, God. This is a great song. Come man. on, man. This is a top song on uh, on uh, Fair Warning. This and Unchained. Oh, dude, this is such a good tune. I hadn't heard this one in a long time. I love Van Halen. Love Van Halen. I've loved it since I was eight years old. As much as you love fantasy football and your starts and sits column? Yeah. Wait, we have a caller before you can get into some stuff. Yeah, we got to get this last caller in before the cantina at the top of the hour. Chris in Kentucky. Chris, you are on NFL Fantasy Live. 
Hey, guys, thanks for having me on. Hey, uh, where's the Unabashed Rangers fan? Right here. Right hey, here. Uh, let me throw some names at you see how, how, uh, how unabashed you are. Peter Cavillia and Steve Bouchel. All right, Pete Incavilla, rookie in 1986, hit uh, 30 home runs, struck out 185 times, and then he hit 29 home runs the next year. But uh, he was only with us for like six years. Then Steve Bouchel, one of the greatest mullets, the greatest mullet <laughs> in Rangers history. And Steve Bouchel, the year we traded him to Pittsburgh, he played about 110 games for us in 1991. I think he committed two, maybe three errors. The whole year, and we dealt him to Pittsburgh because we had a guy named Dean Palmer that was uh, coming up through the minors. See, you don't know what you're messing with when you talk to Elliot Harrison about this kind of thing, uh, Chris. He just, he's unfriggin' believable. Am I right on Incubator's In 1986, numbers? he had 30 homers, he batted 250, 250 right? and he struck out, where the heck is One, the 185 on times, I guarantee He struck out 185 times, god darn it, Harrison. <laughs> Like, honestly, like, you don't understand. Like, when I had talked to, talked to everybody in the last segment about how good Elliot is about this stuff, it is unfriggin' believable. Like, I can't remember what the hell I ate for supper yesterday, and Harrison can remember Pete Incavilla's stats as a rookie in 1986. Pete Incavilla, if you're ever bored at home, look up his college statistics at uh, Oklahoma State. It will blow your mind. It, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, it, it's the greatest college baseball player of all time, probably. So did Chris actually have a question, Chris, or did you have a question? question? I, I, to stump I have a question, you. actually. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I'm going into Week 17 uh, Super Bowl, the second week uh, in championship. I'm up by 54 points on my opponent. Okay. Uh, however, I got Matthew Stafford and Phillip Rivers as my quarterbacks. And I want to make sure that I keep the lead padded, but... This is easy. Oh, yeah. It's easy. Start Rivers. Because, you know, Stafford, I get it. He's got a better matchup probably. But uh, Phillip Rivers, you know, is going to play. He's going to play the whole game. If you've got a huge lead, you just need guaranteed points right now. You can't afford to have Matt Stafford put up a five spot. Rivers actually has a better matchup, and you know he's going to play the whole game. Stafford is a guy that I can't see the Lions playing for a whole game. This guy has been great all year long, sans one or two games. But we all know that when you talk about Stafford, you talk about injuries. Why would Schwartz keep him on the field in a meaningless game for more than maybe a quarter? Or was two? that Chris's last question? I think it was. I think it was. I and we got another caller here, Quinn from Louisville, before the break. Quinn, what's going on, man? Hey, uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I got a question about some receivers. I got okay. Well, I got four guys here. I need you to pick three of them for me. Go for it. I got I got uh, Lottie White, Jeremy Macklin, Demarius Thomas, and Santonio Holmes. The guy that I'm benching out of that four, Santonio Holmes has been so hit and miss. See you later. Santonio Holmes, and, and it, listen, Macklin uh, has, has not been great either. I think I'm benching Macklin. You're benching Macklin, I'm benching huh? Macklin. I'm benching Holmes. I'm benching That Macklin. doesn't help much when we don't agree on the radio. It's great for TV. We get a yeah. little dissension, but then we don't give our callers. So I'll go ahead and defer to you, and I'll bench Macklin. But okay. I hate that. Okay. I, I think Santonio Holmes can give you 40 hey, in a touchdown. We got Jason Smith from uh, NFL Network Fantasy Live coming on. Yep. Fantasy Cantina coming up in a couple minutes. Sirius 210 XM87 NFL Fantasy Live. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring – your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 
37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.